Hey guys, welcome to Houndwave Ravens episode one. I'm here with Nate Block. I'm Taylor West. The Ravens this week demolished the Dolphins 59 to 10 and just on all three sides of the ball, just domination. Lamar Jackson had a great game. Mark Ingram, all the new guys got in the game. Nate, I want to ask you a question. It just describe Lamar Jackson's performance for me. I mean, honestly, it was just spectacular. The way, like, people are making excuses saying, oh, it's the Dolphins, the worst team in the league. But does, that does not affect the fact that Lamar Jackson threw a spiral yesterday. I mean, which we yeah. had never seen before. No, never. Honestly. And, I mean, there was few passes that were, like, there were few passes that were, like, horrible. I mean, he had one or two scenarios where, like, maybe, yeah, just throw the ball away. Don't throw it into double coverage. I mean, we got lucky with one of the ones we came up. And then also, like, the Miles Boykin touchdown. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, it was, I it mean, was a good play, but. Yeah, there was a couple of controversial throws, like the one to Willie Sneed, where Willie Sneed just somehow came down with it. Yeah. And he threw it into double coverage. But, you know, other than that, I mean. Nobody could have seen Lamar Jackson after week one leading the league and passer rating. He had a perfect passer yeah, rating. That I mean, so rarely happens. It's, it's in the crazy. NFL. And I mean, he ran the ball three times for yeah. six yards. I mean, see, I I think when we move into the next couple of games, um, you know, obviously he's going to be running the ball more. Um, for what I see, um, but. You know, next game against the Cardinals, I could see the same thing being done because the Cardinals don't have a very good defense th- themselves. Not quite as bad as the Dolphins, but um, obviously the Dolphins, they're the worst team in the NFL. Yes, I would agree. Um, after this game, uh, Bleacher Report just announced an article. A lot of their players are asking for trades after the 49-point loss. I mean, it was just it was just nasty. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's usually great in week one, was not good. He had he completed less than fifty percent of his passes, threw for a touchdown and interception. Um, not much worry. I mean, yeah, Mar- our rookies played great. Uh, Marquise Brown had a had like one of the best rookie receiving yeah, starts I mean, there ever has. For been. me, I just think the way that we came out of that game where all of our new acquirements yeah. had an involvement within the first fifteen I mean, minutes was Earl, amazing. Earl Thomas with uh, Earl Thomas with the interception to start the game. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, drive, f- 50, 50 yard run, and then on the first play, the and then capping out off of the touchdown. We and he also rushed for uh, he also rushed for one hundred and seven yards. One thing I want to talk about though, which kind of concerns me, did it was it just you? I, sorry, was it just me or did Gus Edwards look smaller? Yeah, so I was actually going to talk about that. The one, I mean, I had two concerns from the entire game, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I mean, the there, opening there was not much play to be concerned with. where we decided to put Marquise Brown to return the kickoff, and he fumbled the ball. No, that was Justice Hill. Oh, Justice yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was one of the concerns. Yeah. And the only other concern I saw was that Justice Hill and Gus Edwards did not do as no. well as I thought mm-hmm. they would. I mean, Mark Ingram was running literally downhill the whole game, and. Gus got stopped several times at like two yard line. And I just, I don't know. That was the only other concern I had. Gus just did not do very much. Yeah. It didn't seem like, um, justice. If you give justice Hill space, I think, uh, where justice should be used is in third down situations in the passing game. Cause he's so versatile. Once he gets into space, if you're just going to ground and pound with justice, uh, it's not really going to work as Mark Ingram, you know, was finding open holes. He was trucking over people. Obviously the first run shook off two tackles for 50 yards, um, but yeah, to move into the passing game, I mean, one of the great things that we saw, uh, Mark Andrews connection with 
Lamar Jackson, it was unstoppable. Yeah. Every time he threw to Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Lamar was 14 for 14 throwing to his tight ends. And I think that's great because, you know, Hayden Hurst showed improvements, extreme improvements. Yeah, I mean. Um, Nick Boyle, the best blocking tight end in the league. That's why he got signed to such a big deal. People were complaining about it. But, you know, tight ends did an awesome job. Um, I mean, even Patrick Ricard caught a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Ravens are one of the few teams that still utilize a fullback yeah. in general. And, I mean, the fact that Lamar, like, last year, I mean, Willie Sneed was his main target. Uh-huh. And yesterday he spread the ball to so many different receivers. I think – Yeah, eight eight different receivers yeah. had catches. Mark, Mark Andrews had eight catches. That, like, that's, that's crazy because I know I have Mark Andrews on my fantasy team and I was very excited. But he – he really was using Mark Andrews as a reliable target. Mark Andrews getting open. But, you know, I think really the success of the offense yesterday came from the O-line, did an awesome job. You know, obviously last year in the playoff game was one of the worst blocking performances I've ever seen from a team. Yes. Um, you know, Lamar got sacked seven times, constantly pressured, uh, was fumbling the ball everywhere. Um, but the O-line came out and did a great job. I mean, Bradley Bozeman subbing in at left guard. Uh, yeah, left guard. Um he did a good job, and really everybody. We'll, we'll see because, you know, obviously the, it's the Dolphins. Um, we'll see if it's like that for the rest of the year. Uh, but, yeah, I think overall the offensive line really helped Lamar give him time, and he they really made Lamar have the perfect passing yeah. passer rating that and he did. Definitely switching over to the other side of the ball, the defense played mm-hmm. exceptional also. There is, I mean, a huge concern in Jimmy Smith. Yes. Although we're saying we know it's not season injury. Ending injury, as yep. John Harbaugh said after the game, and I mean Jimmy Smith was back on the field. I mean back out on the field. He was not wearing his uniform and not wearing pads anymore. But I mean, he seemed kind of chipper. Mm-hmm. He was not looking like he had experienced a very bad injury. Obviously, one of the big concerns going into the season was the Ravens a middle linebacker. But Patrick Owasso and Kenny Young did a great job yesterday over the middle. Patrick Owasso was everywhere. He was all over the ball. Made five tackles, uh, five solo tackles, a tackle for loss, and a sack. Uh, two QB hits included in that. Um, really, really great job. And the pass rush did seem to be there. That was another concern. Matt Judon got to the quarterback. We hit the quarterback a lot, but we did. We only got three sacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we had Pernomic feedback. Oh, he got I mean, a sack. Yep. And then I just think it was really impressive when Jimmy Smith went out. Anthony Averett actually played extremely well. Oh, he did well, an amazing job. Super surprising. And then both of our safeties had good hits. Tony Jefferson had one right in the end zone that knocked him out of bounds. And then Earl Thomas had one on the sideline that knocked the player out of bounds. I mean, all around defensively, we played super well. I mean, another guy, um, I, I was talking to Charlie Pope about it, who does some podcasts. And he said, um, we didn't, I was expecting to see, personally, I was expecting to see Cyrus Jones, Cyrus Jones come in when Jimmy Smith got injured. But what happened was Averett, actually went to the outside. Brandon Carr stayed in the slot, did a great job all game. So we had Averett and Humphrey on the outside, the pair of Alabama cornerbacks. Um, and, you know, they did a great job, held the Miami Dolphins passing game to about 190 yards. Fitzpatrick looked horrible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely just, like, overall, you know, obviously there were a couple slip-ups. Devontae Parker somehow caught a ball. That was, yeah. like, between two defenders. Now you're going to have that happen. Special teams, Justin Tucker, solid as always. Jakeem Grant made a, had a fumble, which probably cost the Dolphins pretty majorly, but, you know, it wouldn't have made a difference. And we haven't even discussed the fake punt that we ran. Oh, my God. Just to make it even worse for the Dolphins. So I actually love that play. Fake punting it when you're up, like, 28 points in the third quarter. 
Anthony, Anthony Levine running it for like 60 yards. See, now for the next couple of weeks, the Ravens punt return team is actually going to be very successful, I think, because when when you do that, that sets off a alarm in a lot of coaches' heads. Like, we got to watch for this. So yeah. the next couple of weeks, coaches are going to have to watch for it. I mean, I really just think it displays, like, the confidence that our coaching staff has in our kind of team. Because, I mean, you know John Harbaugh used to be a, like, uh, mm-hmm. special teams like coach and he was very very good and our special teams has always been something that the Ravens have strived in whether it was with Jacoby Jones or with anyone else and I think it just displays that this year again we're gonna have a really good special teams yeah um I mean before we go forward to the next game any last thoughts with the route of the Dolphins I mean overall I just think it was a dominant performance it doesn't I mean personally I don't think obviously it affects it a little bit that the Dolphins are not a good team. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what I covered before with Lamar Jackson, I think that doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson is a much better quarterback. He's stronger. He's faster. His decision-making is better. And overall, just a great day for the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, couldn't ask for any better start. So moving on. So we go against the Arizona Cardinals, who are 0-0-1. and uh, They tied the first game after a miraculous comeback against the Detroit Lions. Um, so... This is a home opener. Um, you could look at it as a little bit of a trap game early on, um, but I don't think it should be too much. Uh, the Ravens are favored by 12 and a half points, which is a very large yes. number in the NFL. You know, you see lines in college being like 70 and teams still covering it, but no, this is, this is a very large line in the NFL. So um, obviously Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. um, Threw the ball a lot in the first game, 54 yes. times for 308 yards. Um, how, how are the Ravens going to stop the Kyler Fitzgerald duo? You know, for me, I really don't think it matters what rookie quarterback comes against the Ravens defense. The Ravens defense has always been a good defense in general, but specifically against rookie, rookie quarterbacks. quarterbacks yeah. The Ravens are just, we are not nice people. We really just bring the pressure. And I think that's what we will do against Kyler Murray. I think we'll go right at him, not give him time to step back launch it down the field to Larry Fitzgerald. Because honestly, in the beginning of that game, towards even towards the second half, Kyler was getting nothing because he didn't have the time to step back and start launching the ball. And that's when he started doing better. I mean, the first big play he had of the game was a 30, 40-yard pass to Larry Fitzgerald when he had time. So I think the Ravens are just going to keep pressure on him and not let him have time in the pocket. Yeah, and also containing David Johnson, who's a top running back in the league. Um, I wouldn't say top five, probably top ten, though. Um, I, I, think, I think we can. Um, we have two of the best – we have the one of the best D-tackle combos in the league. My worry is the defensive end, uh, Matt, Juden, Matt Judon, more of a pass rusher. Um, but I, I think that that – I think that the one area where the Ravens have struggled recently and last year was the deep ball on defense. You know, um, it seems like a lot of the time when teams needed to go deep, they could convert. Um, but – I, I think we'll be able to stop the deep ball against Larry Fitzgerald and Kyler Murray. Kyler's inexperienced. John Harbaugh's record against rookie quarterbacks is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I – you, you want to go into No, the- I actually completely agree with what you were saying. I think last year we struggled with – like teams would run it first down, short pass, second down. We'd have them in a third and long. And yeah. somehow they just managed – I mean, Mahomes is a perfect example. Managed to miraculously get 40 yards when they're yeah. at our, like, and it would just kill us. But, I mean – we had Eric Weddle last year. This year we have Earl Thomas. We have Earl Thomas. And, you know, Eric, Eric Weddle was so, so overrated. overrated. I mean, it's ridiculous. As a Ravens fan, I can say it's ridiculous that he made the Pro Bowl. He was not that good. 
now we have an all pro safety. We have Earl Thomas. who got a pick in the first game. Um, you know, I, I love him. He had a couple big hits. He played great. Um, but yeah, let's go into the picks. What do you think the score is going to be? Um, I think Ravens defense is going to be super hot, contain the Cardinals to, I would say, 10 points. But I also yeah. think the Ravens offense is not going to go as big mm-hmm. as they did. So I would say 24-10 Ravens. Yeah, actually, I my get, my score prediction is very close. I think it's going to be 27-10 to 10 Ravens. Um, I think early on, I, I could see a little bit of slip-ups. Um, I bet Lamar... Kind of, I bet Lamar doesn't have as as good a game. I bet he throws for like 230 yards, uh, give or take. But yeah, I think. Uh, any last thoughts about the Cardinals game? I mean, as long as we can stay clean, like we had few penalties in the last game, which is oh, unraven. Yeah. It, it, it was and like we had one penalty. That is the key to just. Mm-hmm. Beating the teams you need to beat, taking care of business, and I think the Ravens should win. Yeah, this we're, we're the leader in the AFC North right now. All the other three teams losing. Definitely the team to team to beat in the AFC is the New England Patriots after blowing out the Steelers. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. You know, if we make the playoffs, there are definitely two teams that are at the head of the helm, being the Chiefs and the Patriots. Um, hopefully the Chiefs, if it does come down to those teams, it, the Chiefs will win. But Yeah, um, one last thing. I just wanted to say that I think Lamar Jackson is – a lot more focused than he was last year, a lot more mature. I mean, usually players are celebrating, like going in the locker room with your players after a game like we had yesterday. Mm-hmm. But all Lamar Jackson kept saying in his post-game interview was on to Arizona, on to Arizona. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. We'll see what happens you with know, Arizona. I really think he did learn from, you know, there was one thing that a lot of people were upset about him saying, like once it was the playoff game, he was just like, you know, it's just another game. It's just another game. You know, I'm just going to, it's not another game. It's a playoff game. And, Obviously, that showed because it was not just another game. They ran the same offense. They did the same thing and couldn't couldn't really do anything because the Chargers had already seen him. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have any last thoughts? No, nope, that's it. All right, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you later.